0: You don't know shit about the town you live in. What the fuck, man?
1: I mean, I know enough. I know <laughs> I live enough. on. Bleaker. Huh? I know I live on. Bleaker. I know there's Manahan and Central. I go further down Bleecker. I get to Knickerbocker. I walk a little bit down Mer- Knickerbocker. I get to to uh, Myrtle Wyckoff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know my way. I know, you know the M train brings me know. into the city. The L train brings me into most other parts of Brooklyn. I guess the M train does that too. The J can bring me to Jamaica Center. I know how to get to Long Island. You know how to get to Long Island from here? Hmm?
0: Yeah. Hmm? I've driven to Long Island.
1: Oh, all right. Yeah, but do you know how to do it by train?
0: Uh, By train?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think so, buddy.
0: No, I've never uh, done yeah, that by train. Yeah,
1: that's right. I'm the superior traveler.
0: <laughs> no, you're not. I had The to, superior traveler! I literally had to like map quest my way into long island and I, and then like my fucking i had to use my ipad with no wi-fi to go into long island and then my
1: use the ipad i had to download a map
0: <laughs> and you're then, a
1: fossil yeah and then hey, 90s with, dad the 90s even, called they want their app back
0: even when I downloaded the app, it didn't work and I was lost all the way out there and I still had to figure my way out to where the fuck I was going in Long Island. So,
1: oh, so you are it. a fossil. Who the fuck figures their way out without yeah, a photo exactly. technology? I
0: had to get out of the why car. You,
1: why don't you go build a fire caveman? I had to go get literally out of the car, invent the wheel. I had
0: to like look at moss on like a rock to find where north was. Like it was a whole thing.
1: Okay, you wanna you wanna go find a new frontier or something, bro? What is this <laughs> My name <laughs> brought up Moss. I'm mad you Long actually said that is out loud. a new frontier. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, that's valid. You're lucky that's actually valid.
0: Yeah, it is. It's actually valid. yeah. It's like you've been out there.
1: I lived there. That it's was where these, I first lived.
0: Ocala. That's okay. I don't York want to talk Ocala about it because
1: you notice I left, but my uncle has a house out there. When I first moved to New York, that's where I was living in Valley it's Stream. It's nice new York. though. It's it's cute. It has better housing
0: because
1: yeah. of racism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Bro, I have a friend who moved here from Long Island. He's like, yeah, Long Island's racist. And I was like, alright, yeah. It does get that bad rap. It isn't, it isn't. Oh wow, sorry. I was just reading something. Um, it isn't like the people the people aren't evil always, but they racist enough. Like <laughs> That's that's the only way to describe it. Cause it's like I never really had issues with nobody because of how I carry myself. Mm. So people ain't necessarily stupid. Like you come correct, they're gonna be like, oh wait, let me not try that one. But there's gonna be some habits that you like, Mm. um seen that shit before. For like, bro, you good? Like you need you need some time. So I lived in Valley's but Valley Stream is like closer to Queen, so it's not really that bad to begin with. But there are parts of it close it's red line, it's red line central. if I had to give if I had to give anybody an example of redlining in New York, I could go just refer them to fucking Long Island. You see all the fucking redlining there and the way the neighborhoods are built. You can probably see some here, but I'm new to Brooklyn still, right? But if you go to Long Island, for instance, there is Hempstead Hempstead technically is a huge town. Um, a huge, like, little homestead, and so there's a whole bunch of towns in it. Like, Valley Stream is technically in the town of Hempstead, but Hempstead's also a town. Mm-hmm. But in Hempstead, so there's Hempstead, which is, like, the ghetto part, and then you have West Hempstead, where all the, nicest, the nice houses are. And you're like, hmm, that's weird. These are in the same place. Like, literally. <laughs> literally the same place. I wonder why the nice shit's over here. And the why they got all the, the drugs? Ah, uh, <laughs> okay. So that's how, okay. So you could literally see it. And then you have Baldwin, which is another, because you have Baldwin, and then there's like Baldwin Harbor. And Baldwin itself is like, it's okay. But then you go to Baldwin Harbor and you're like, hmm, weird. How can these people be living so nice here? And yet the people in this area are only living moderately. The kind of money you see in Baldwin Harbor, it's like, hmm. Damn. I feel like they shouldn't be living moderately. It's redlining all over the all over the fucking place, bro. You, it's like a perfectly good example. New York City, I don't even know, but you know, Central Park didn't used to be a park, right? Yeah, you did yeah. Ever hear that story? Yeah, yeah. They,
0: they ran over Black people's settlements and yeah, full an ass community. Yeah.
1: Like, hey, hey, y'all live here. You know what? You know what? Would go nice here, y'all. You know, maybe some help with our infrastructure. No, I'm thinking a park.
0: Oh, like a park? Can we leave around the
1: park? No, no, y'all gotta go. Actually, y'all gotta leave. <laughs> Are you, you gonna like compensate us? Uh, all right, it seems like we gotta lynch them all, Jeb. <laughs> Jeb, bringing the pitchforks and everything. Uh, yeah, you guys, yeah, you get, you guys don't have to run. Hey, no, just you come. Have
0: all
1: to right, run. bro. Well, I mean, like for real. So there's that in New York. because New York City's usually like supposed to be the place where things weren't that bad. After all, you had everybody fleeing the South to get up to a, to a city up North or something. Mm-hmm. But then you hear stories like that and it's like, hmm, well, that seems like diet racism. But oh, except yeah. you forgot the diet. People are just dying. I should probably stop. But it's I'm only laughing so I don't die inside. Alright, let's start the show.
0: What did you do to your camera? Why is it all the way up?
1: Nothing. It was just like all the way up there. Mind your business. I just noticed shit. Alright. You're not even recording footage. <laughs> Don't complain about me about my camera. Oh, I can't see your face, Mitchell. I feel so disconnected. Wait, what you day you are you supposed to be with doing
0: the, the shed thing?
1: On Wednesday.
0: Fuck. I was gonna what? say that was gonna be the day we was gonna do the live. I
1: could just oh, do it man. Thursday.
0: We no, can do it and we can do it. Thursday is the the recording day.
1: Oh, you want to oh the live event thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Well we'll do it Wednesday after. I have
1: oh I have a, I have a job interview, thank God, even though it's via phone. But I have a job interview on Tuesday, but after that I'm not doing anything. Like I said, it's my spring break.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. It's you want to like do I it on Tuesday?
0: Looking.
1: Well let me look and see what time this is. Um one sec. All right,
0: got that. I'm gonna be so tired next week.
1: I'm gonna finally get some rest next week
0: that's gonna be so crazy
1: yeah so I have <clears throat> that that interview on Tuesday at 2 45. so and it's and it's one of those things where they set it to like three so it's gonna be about a quick 15 minutes um so after that I'll be open I'm not doing anything else so if you wanted to do the live event thing I'm down mm. all right cool I could also do Monday
0: if you're just tuning in, this is just me and Mitch talking about uh, this new thing we're going to try out called Milk and Toast Live. Um, we're going to be like reviewing uh, old episodes or like just playing old episodes while y'all watch and talk along with us. And it's going to be a big party thing. Oh, so, is that what we're doing? Yeah. Oh, damn.
1: That's going to be embarrassing. I
0: know. You, don't, you never know what we're doing. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm here. <laughs> But I'm here. (laughs) I'm your old Logan, and this is the Milk and Toast Podcast. I'm here with my best friend, Mitch. Say hi to the people, Mitch.
1: (laughs) Is that Donnie from Wild Thunder? Yes, yes, good for you. You did that one before. Oh, did I really? Yup. I did not do Donnie from the- Yes, you did. Oh, my God, bro. Why do you got to keep count of everything? No one likes a fucking dude who keeps count of everything. I just have right. this
0: knowledge in my head of all the things you've done That's on the show. That's a
1: weird knowledge of keeping up with all the weird shit I do for, you know, shits and giggles. I
0: wish it wasn't like this, but it is.
1: In any case, hello, everyone. It's good to see you again. Damn. I hope we have a great show.
0: When a man has to admit defeat. Um... <laughs> I'm not going to take that anywhere Because I'm a bigger man As you've all witnessed Well, bigger man We have a big show to do today uh, We have a lot to go over uh, Because apparently the world is at war um, It's Women's History Month Well, not the whole world yet
1: but, um, Oh yeah, Happy Women's History Month not Yeah, the world Happy yet,
0: Women's but. History Month um, What else do we got going on?
1: Oh, I gotta look up some I gotta look up some more figures now Shit, yo <laughs> yo this shit is a lot of work bro I'm trying to respect everybody yeah no yeah, wonder definitely. why people stay racist wow. <laughs> oh, fuck them fuck them anyway So i'll go do some research
0: <laughs> i mean part of our show is about that um but i don't want to jump into that too soon hold on one second All right, sorry, we're back. Um, Oh, we weren't? What was I saying? No, we weren't rolling. We were talking
1: about the show, or world being at war, more importantly, Women's History Month. Yeah, I was on a a roll there, wasn't I? Damn.
0: Um, No, yes. Before we jump into that, I wanted to jump into another topic with Mitch. Uh, Mitch, forever you've been wanting to ask uh, the question of, actually, no. You didn't want to ask that question. What you want to say is you didn't ask to be here. And we're going to just jump into that because you have questions about your own mortality. And I, I think said,
1: did I ask to be here? was a question? Yeah, and I also yeah. said we didn't have to do this first. Nah, we're like doing it first.
0: We are starting a new tradition on the show where we talk about the spicy topics first.
1: Okay, that one isn't that spicy, bro. It's, so it's kind, kind of morbid. spicy. Your okay. Own, All right. Yeah. If, well, the, the question is, you know, did I ask to be here? So, um... All uh, my religious, spiritual, and I guess science people strap in because it's like a complicated question, as we all know. It's like uh what Big Bang or God in one sense. But so for me, there is two spiritual like outcomes in my mind. It is either there was some kind of like plan or or lack thereof and there was like an accidental creation, or we as like sentient beings, like our higher selves specifically chose, yeah, to vibrate in the frequency that is this plane of existence.
0: Are you asking like if like we have our own souls and like, oh my God, what's that movie?
1: Not that? asking if we have our own souls because no, I believe in a soul. No, song, no, no.
0: That, that movie where the, the Pixar movie that just came out, Jimmy Fox was in it and then like. Uh,
1: oh, wasn't that Soul? Was soul. That it yes. Yeah, it was called Soul. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. see that one. I heard it was good. Although, you know, we got to keep black people, black people for longer so than So that's nine, what I'm saying. Minutes. Are you
0: saying that, like, we have our own consciousness or something and that-
1: And, and that aspect, and yeah. the... Yes. There's I'm consciousness listening... and we chose to, you know, vibrate into this existence on this plane. Because there um, are multiple planes to reality.
0: I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking about the movie Soul now.
1: Okay, I didn't see it. So you're going to have to help me.
0: Okay, so what happens in Soul, basically, is... Well, spoiler alert spoiler for alert. fucking Soul. I didn't yeah, guess. good, good, <laughs> good. We almost forgot. Almost <laughs> I forgot. Almost forgot. <laughs> almost, almost.
1: But we I'm getting, getting better. better. I'm All getting right, better. better. So, spoiler alert. So this is spoiler, spoiler alert for soul. soul, if you haven't seen.
0: Yeah, but spoiler alert for Soul. Uh, basically, what happens is, like, somebody dies... And then, like, their soul goes up, you know, to the upper room, right? And Mm. he's like, oh, well, I had, like, this piano thing that I was supposed to do, so I can't die right now, so you need to send me back to Earth. And they're like, nah, you're kind of dead right now. So, like... uh, (laughs) Nigga, what? (laughs) he, He tries his best to, like, go back to Earth and find his body again. And then, like, his body was, like, in a coma, so it was like he wasn't even dead dead when they sent him back. But, like, he finds a way to jump down, but, like, there's... All these little baby souls, right, that are also, like, in training to become, like, human souls, right? So they they can, like, jump down and then, like, be a part of, like, human existence, right? And what is crazy to me about this is I'm listening to you. And when you describe, you know, like, this idea of, like, consciousness, like, going into a body to become a new body, that sounds like what the Scientologists believe. And then
1: i not going into a new body? Well, no hold on. Form.
0: Well, hold on, because now I think the movie Soul is about Scientology.
1: Okay, we didn't we didn't come here for this. I didn't come here for this. You could do that later, because <laughs> I have no idea. But uh, doesn't Scientology also involve aliens? Yes. So I'm not talking aliens. I mean, we could talk about aliens, I mean, but I wasn't talking aliens. Okay. I wasn't talking aliens. We can, but I wasn't talking aliens. It just sounds just,
0: very Scientologist in here. I was just like, and you are an actor, so
1: okay, all right. First off, that's a little prejudice, just because you know Tom Cruise is a Scientologist.
0: It's pre- <laughs> it's yeah, I mean that's actually actors. very prejudiced. Yeah, the fuck?
1: <laughs> like oh, actors, actors at their highest, the highest precipice, they become Scientologists. It's oh, true, all right, you passed. You've passed the Bohemian stage. Welcome to Scientology. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, well, how, how much are they paying? Because like, I could pretend the Scientologist. Like, yeah, I could pretend. You know, depending on how much, how much the check. I, I mean, know. Tom Cruise
0: is a Scientologist.
1: I know, and I'm gonna make bank. So I'm like, he I'm much, real bank. <laughs> like, so listen, was, I gotta so believe. i just pretend You know what I'm saying? Although Will Smith, you hear less about. It's funny.
0: Yeah, it's, it's really funny. funny. You don't how really hear about Will Smith because
1: right? I remember that, but I never think of him being a Scientologist. Scientologist bro. Yeah, right. But apparently, he is in many um But yeah, like that to me it there's the possibility when you think of like you know your higher self but i don't i don't think aliens have anything to do with that in that aspect but okay. that's just like a united consciousness of humanity or something like that but to me I'm technically like what i actually believe is you know in the process of creation and truth you're being a creator i'm not sure if it's all benevolence based i the part of me that's that's, uh, empirically, like, based is just like, hmm, don't have enough for that. It feels benevolent. So I, you know, I rock with that. But nonetheless, there is an aspect of this creator. What if creator, like, created us and then in our existence, you know, in the grand scheme of the universe, we was just like, ooh, look at this planet. And we consciously chose to make the decision to come down and stuff like that. In which case, and now the, <clears throat> the reason it's funny is because I was joking. I was like, I ain't asked to be here. But then it's always like on the counter side, like, hmm. Did I? What if you
0: did? What, what are if... the consequences if you did? To be there here? aren't
1: really per se consequences. It's just, you know, why is the answer you're looking for yourself? Because then that's something we all kind of, as human beings, we're all really going why. But we don't stay on the why long enough because it hurts our heads, for lack mm. of a better explanation. We don't have time for why's. Why am I here? Okay. Simplest example, my parents, you know, had sex. Well, why are they there? Well, parents before them did that. Well, why are those parents there? You know, so forth and so forth till you get to that zero point. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that zero. <clears throat>
0: Damn, you're dying. Excuse me. You, you, not to be, you about to not be here.
1: <laughs> no, you're not going to soul me. You're not going to soul. This ain't an episode of soul. Just a little <laughs> Fleming and I need to you do something about that. In any case, but no, then you get to zero point because at some point everyone has a starting ancestor. Uh-huh. There was a starting point in your genealogical line. Okay. Somewhere. But now what created that person? So scientists will say a Big Bang coupled with the growth of molecules into cells, into tissues, and so forth and evolution.
0: But you're concerned about the
1: why of it. Well, everyone's really concerned about the why, although scientists tend to focus more on the how, because once again, getting stuck on the why, you may not be able to find that answer. So it's almost like you're wasting your time. I don't agree, because I think that's the yeah. most important question. But nonetheless, like I don't, have any, I don't have any means to determine or prove the why, you feel me, other than the belief in a higher power that I do believe in. So what
0: in. bothers you about this subject the most?
1: It wasn't necessarily bothering me. I just thought it'd be funny to talk about because when we brought it up, you know, I was we was joking or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, man, why? I was like, I didn't ask to be here. And then I was like, or did I? And it was supposed to just be funny. But, you know, it is a question. I guess it's not a question that people ask themselves because a lot of people don't think in that capacity. Mm. But it does bring up the greater question of, like, the why. Why do we exist? Why are we here? Why is this the way things work and function? I almost you know, feel I'm, like
0: if if you chose to be here, it's kind of worse. Because, like. Why? because like what if you are just like wasting your life away but you chose to be here
1: how would like, you be wasting your life in an infinite universe stop it you can
0: waste your life in an
1: infinite universe i mean universe a human lifespan like a human lifespan's like 100 years slogan what's Less that than. in the grand scheme some a lot of people lately you've been seeing stories people living at like 100 102 110 I and mean, shit
0: not like the norm
1: it's not the norm the average is like you know 80 90 i mean yeah. 80 really but like still like let's let's think about the full scope and we'll say, like, what's 100 years in the grand scheme of the universe? Think about it.
0: Nothing like a fingernail.
1: Like, yeah, even less than. So uh, what? It, what would it really be a waste? If you came down here, all that's really going on is what am I learning when I return to whatever existence I was doing before, if that would be the case? What have I learned? Uh, what did I not learn? Who am I? Have I changed for the positive? Have I, I changed for the worse?
0: I agree with that if our lives didn't affect so many other people's lives. Like if your life was completely meaningless to the point where like your existence never made a damn difference to like anybody else, then like I would probably agree with that. But which is almost impossible. Huh?
1: Have you ever thought about that? How how that's actually almost impossible to have absolutely zero effect on yeah, anyone. Yeah, exactly. Or, you that's you, what you I'm know saying. that, right? People, yeah. people don't think in that capacity, though.
0: Like, just the, you, like oh. just the act of you being born upends everybody's life. You know what I mean? It upends your parents' life. It just like, even the doctor they have to
1: prepare their entire lives just to be able to do that for people. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? like so, like that's literally a almost one hundred percent, like impossible to actually to have zero net effect. On either your environment or people around you. It's almost literally impossible. I'm not going to say 100% because you never know, but like literally like 99
0: But see, that's what I mean. Right out the gate, your life has value just like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: because there's so much invested into your life and around your life before you're even like able to think about your life in your own terms. Don't you don't know feel that mean? way once you start
1: growing up, though. That's the sad part.
0: I know, but that's the part – I think that's the part we don't think about as much because I think we don't grow up with a, a, with enough – I can't speak today. Sorry, guys. I can't – you don't think about enough. Like, we don't have enough emphasis on the value of our mm-hmm. lives growing up. Like, we're told what to do. We're told, hey, go do this, study that, blah, 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 blah. And our yes. life is like – laid out before us and like even through the question of like why are we here and all this and that it's like you're here to get the fuck out of my way right now like you know you don't get like real good answers when you're a kid and then at the same time like even if you come from a religious background or something you know The answers still aren't that great, as far as you know why God wants you here, and it's like the answers are still like, well, you have a purpose, and it's like, well, what is that? It's like, well, that's between you and your Lord, and it's Uh, like, what the (laughs) fuck?
1: But um, you know, I mean, but to keep it sick, because like in every capacity, it's kind of low key like that. Whether you're looking at it like in a Christian viewpoint or if you're a Hindu, regardless, it's like, yo, why am I here? And religion helps people. And this is why I can't, as you know, I'm no longer a religious person because mm-hmm. I don't pretend that I never have been. You know, I grew up a Baptist due to the influence of my father, but nonetheless, I'm like, I, like, I can't stomach religion sometimes, but I would never, ever, ever take it away from the human populace. There's just too much. Cause to me, there's the aspect of history. There's an aspect of spiritual history. You know, to specific areas of the world that you can learn from. So I can't never know. Those are stories that should be there. There are teaching lessons, you know, that people should know or remember. Because mm-hmm. as we know, those who don't, you know, read their history are doomed to repeat it in one, in one aspect. And in, in the spiritual way, it's like, pay attention to some of those parables or the stories you listen to. There's, there's knowledge there. It doesn't seem like it even, and this is why I I look even to like occult hidden stuff and occult gets this negative connotation when all it means really is just secret. You know, the stuff they try to keep away from you that you should know. But you know, everywhere, every every single person on the planet, why am I here? You know, I didn't ask to be here. You know, I didn't ask to be here and you get resentful. And maybe maybe that's why in, in some capacity I subconsciously was like joking about it because it's like we get so resentful. It's like, I didn't ask to be here but imagine when you finally do meet your higher power, you know, or, well, if if you believe in a higher power, some people don't. But, like, when you meet your higher power and it's like, yo, what the fuck was that? And the higher power just like, nigga, I don't know. You tell me. Like, what you yeah, learn? You wanted to be there. <laughs> and <laughs> then you get all your memories back. It's like, oh, why you let me do that? And the higher is like, I don't. You have free will. I don't control you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, you wanted this. I said no. And you was like, yo, don't tell me what to do. And I was like, I can't. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, I know. It's funny. But so, you know, I bring up the counter argument because it's so, so many people get resentful and it's an understandable resentment. Like, I didn't ask to be here. And even if, even if the case isn't that, you know, you didn't ask to be here, it's like, what's up with that resentfulness? Because the fact is, and that's the main problem for me, I think, because the fact is we live in a world, we have these lives. Some people don't even have them. I mean, you know Gary Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, that dude. He had said that one time, like really popular, like uh, millionaire, billionaire, or something. He's yeah. yeah, he's funny, but he was like, yeah, you know, and in this life, and mind you, you actually got one. Some people don't even get one, which I don't even want to get into the meta- metaphysical aspect of that. But mm-hmm. some people don't even get one, and you actually got one because it is a gift. But the way it's been built, we have all these issues, but you can't ever forget that life is a gift, man. I don't know about you, but like, I truly am one of those people, even though it's hard sometimes. Yo, sunlight, how you not gonna be thankful for sunlight? You breathing in air and it, you know sometimes it feels good, like, whoa. You can taste flavorful things, you know what I mean? You can feel, touch, see, if you can, you know what I mean? Some people can't do that. And even then still, like, you're you're a deaf person, you can't hear. But you know, now you learn an entire new language. You know, some of your other senses, you know, are maybe a little bit more astute. There's all this potential. It really is a gift that we have. Scary sometimes, because other other creatures, beings have been given that same gift. You know, it's it must have been it must have been really fucking hard living in like the Paleolithic era, dealing with fucking mammoths and shit being trampled by mammoths, hunting saber-toothed tigers or whatever. Oh, facts. But nonetheless, those humans were still thankful for the little things they had when they weren't dealing with trying to survive. And it's like, we have these lives that truly are fucking gifts. We're on this planet. We're not sure why, but we know we have things in it that we can enjoy. We know there's things we don't like, but there's things we can enjoy. But all the time we find resentment because maybe this person makes me feel this way. These people are doing this thing and I can't live this gift of an experience I've been given to its full potential because it feels like there's so many roadblocks in the way mm-hmm. and you get resentful. It's like, why God? It's To me, honestly, it's why some people aren't religious or spiritual because they're like, why would I care about stuff like that? This person did this to me. And it's like, hmm. It's like, okay. I guess to be fair, that is one way to look at it. You know, I'm lucky enough And I I do say, like, you know, it's always easy to count your curses, but you got to count your blessings, too. Mm. You know, my parents immigrated from Haiti, a country with lots of political turmoil. Yet somehow I still got two parents who decided to stay together for me, loved me, brought me up pretty well as best as they could. It wasn't perfect. Trust me, I could tell you stories. It wasn't perfect. Mm -hmm. But they were pretty much doing their best by me. Pops called me today just to check on me. You know, that's love. Just say, yo, I know you know he's waiting on tax information so he can help me get some money to help me out of my life. That's a, that's a fucking gift. Right. But I'm too busy feeling down and out about some girl who didn't, who didn't let me hit or something, you know what I'm saying? Or some girl who didn't give me a chance, you know what I mean? Or maybe I lost a job, I didn't do well in school, I'm feeling down because we're literally almost at war. Well, actually at war, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't appreciate these gifts so I get resentful. But now flip the script though. It's like, yeah, who put me here? What if I put me here? <laughs> How does that change everything?
0: That, that's what I'm saying. That, that I know I it does. It does like do that, a lot. That changes though.
1: a lot. Yeah. But see, and here's the thing: people think the see, people think the concepts have to be mutually exclusive. Like, oh, there. If I put myself here, there is no God. It's like, no. God gave you free will, and then you, with free will, put yourself here. <laughs> Imagine.
0: Yo. Right?
1: Yeah. What happens yeah, to the yeah. resentment? You have to, you have to point the finger at a different person. And I think maybe that's kind of where I was coming from, like as a joke. Cause I, I truly think like it, there, there was like a, a sort of plan. I didn't per se ask for this. I don't think I asked for this, honestly, you know, I'm willing to entertain the thought, the idea, cause the possibility's there, but mm-hmm. I generally think like, you know, it's flowing along in the ethos chilling. And then someone was like, Hey, you're going here. And it was like, wait, what's happening? Oh, my God, what is this existence? But I was, nonetheless, I still think about the other side because just in terms of, like, dealing with that resentment side of things.
0: Just earlier today, I wasn't necessarily thinking about this topic per se, but I was thinking just— And then it made me think about that we were going to talk about this, but I was thinking about how, uh, how impossible our existence is. Like— mm. You know what I mean, like it's very impossible for you to be here right now, like the odds like people think the odds are with you when it comes to your existence, but I really think that like the odds are against you like wow, you I'm
1: surprised to hear that from you,
0: well, yeah, because like just like how we're born is like you know when you're going from like like you know. There's a million different – there's, like, a billion cells that have to r- reach, like, one egg. You know what I mean? And then, like, who said that you were going to be that cell? You know what I mean? The and then all – like, yeah. all the complications that come with, like, being a person that even gets to be born. You know what I mean? Like, And then the no, fact right. that, like, we're on this planet that, like, is, like – hurtling through space and then like you happen to be one of the life forms that get like the lottery ticket of being here like right. it's a lot of shit that has yeah, to happen no, for you to true. be here the you fact know? that
1: the earth is habitable is one of the that's like <laughs> yes exactly. understand because we have our literally examples of what would happen because Venus is right here mm-hmm. and if the earth had been there there'd be no earth so we have Venus chilling here you have Mars which is there's a few things to say about Mars but nonetheless there's no atmosphere enough to support life and then you have Earth so it's like even earth existing being habitable is like a chance. You know what I'm saying? It's easier to be inanimate matter or energy than being a living, you know, yes. life form. It's easier in this universe to exist as inanimate an matter. You know what I'm saying? Right. We have to be formed from said matter to even exist. And then we're only living because like, you know, there are, there are, I guess, you know, functions that happen when, within our living forms for whatever reason. Yeah. And, you know, people don't really think about that. It's just like, oh, this is what it is. There's no reason to ask why. I, I, it's easier to deal with the, the how, which is science, and nothing against science. Science is one of my favorite subjects, and I think it definitely has its place. Definitely useful. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's crazy. It's like, nope, there's no need to deal with the why. That's not a, that's not a I believe, I'd have to ask some friends, but I believe scientists would say that isn't, that isn't an endeavor that you can, you know, quantify, I can't quantify the why, so what's the point of wasting yes, exactly, efforts yeah. on it? Yes, are just, yeah. that isn't. There's no. There's it's nothing almost scientific irrelevant there.
0: to the question of science because of the the way the scientific process works. Yeah, exactly. yeah. There's no. It's not that there's no reason to ask why. It's that why at some point becomes irrelevant to the question you're trying to solve. You're just I'm not going like, to be able how to. How yeah. this? How did this? thing or system come to be you know yeah
1: but I can't get that out of my head and and there you know funny enough lies I think the main difference between like religious and you know scientific you know based people mm-hmm. you know and some there's a there's a um, and I was gonna say oh, I forgot my words today well anyway there's like an intermixing between the two but nonetheless like that's the that's the line it's like are you why or are you how
0: i hate that dichotomy though i don't think, i don't i don't think, like it
1: either I don't i'm just think like that that's what it looks like it
0: invalidates one or the other and i think a lot of people use that to be like you know you have to be one side or the other when i think that's foolish when the like everything has its own purpose like i i have headphones right now. On right now and I have a microphone in front of me but if I try to use my microphone as my headphones it might not work all the time and if I try to use my headphones as my microphone that might not sound the best or or even work all the time so it's like everything has its function so it's like if let me collect myself and actually gather my thoughts about yeah it's, it is it's I'm complicated to take your
1: say. time man it's not an that, easy discussion. it
0: seems very foolish to look at something and its function and then put all of your life and effort behind it as far as, you know, this is my belief system and this is all that I'm going to believe and this is the best thing that's ever happened and it's nothing else when something also fills the, the cracks of those beliefs. Like my microphone can't do the same thing my headphones do and my headphones can't do the same thing my microphone does, you know? So why would I just believe in one? Over the other. You know what I mean? Uh, and so often, okay. yeah, see. that's what I've been trying to say. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for giving me yeah. the time to put that out there. I was confused. Um, you, a zone. I'm um, sorry, I didn't know you felt
1: rushed. Ooh. But,
0: but um, no, I didn't really feel rushed. It's just like, you know, it's just. No, I know. Yeah. You can do it, Logan. Thank you. You can guys. do it when you, you try. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, that's what I mean. It's just like, it just seems weird and crazy and kind of stupid to live your life that way when it's like we need science like this whole thing about being anti-science and you can't be you can't like be a christian and like believe in science it's like the biggest bullshit like the the idea that you can't like be religious and like believe like in the scientific process
1: is like you know what makes me the saddest about that though that one thing and then we can mm -hmm. get back to regular the thing that makes me saddest about it is that science was mostly being enacted originally by religious people it's how other heads who weren't necessarily too religious. Found out science in the first place, which to me means science is just as divine as anything else. Right. The process of seeing how things work for, for you to understand, to, you know, and, and act to interact overall with the universe in a greater capacity is divine in my head. You know what I mean? And it comes from those like Christian monks or, or mm-hmm. like different types of monks all over the world who were like, this is how this works. And that's how you know. Even in even in most science books, they have to acknowledge that it was supposed scientists. to
0: be like an explore. It's supposed to be like an exploration of the thing. It's like yeah. you're trying to have a deeper understanding of the world around you, and that was not looked at as like a horrible or bad thing. And now today, we have this thing where it's like we have either you're up, you're like either a Christian who doesn't believe in science, which is crazy, or you are a snobby scientist that's like religion, and it's, that's also to me just fucking insane yeah, because identical. science doesn't fill all the cracks. Science can't science can tell you science is not concerned with that. The science <laughs> can tell you the chemicals in your brain that causes you causes you to love, but it can't tell you why you love. Why
1: it won't tell? It won't even try to. It's like nah, you know I need to do all that. I need to do all that. Why I need to do all that? Like, seriously, and it's it's frustrating sometimes because it's like. Knowing the how is cool and everybody's like, I just want to manipulate things, but it's just like, I don't know why it has this effect on meaning when it's just like, oh, so we just do this. Mm. It feels, it just, to me, I can't, I'm not stating this as fact, it's just to me that feels so empty. Mm. I'm like, yo, what is this empty existence? i don't feel capacity. like it's that
0: empty i think i'm I not think...
1: speaking for anyone but myself right now it's just mm. that's how it literally feels i'm just like i feel really empty
0: why do you feel like it's mm-hmm. so empty of an existence I,
1: I honestly couldn't even properly tell you because it's just little. it's literally just a feeling i'm not that person mm. at all i'm i'm too busy trying to live man <laughs> trying to figure out how you know what i'm saying but right. nonetheless it's just like i was like all right so i'm doing all of this but what am I doing it for? And so I guess it becomes a motivation mm. thing because it's like, all right, yeah. So I'm I'm here to love, or I'm, I'm here to I'm supposed to start families and children. Um, what like, you know, I'm supposed to eat and survive. But what's why? What's the what's the purpose?
0: I think. But you just keep doing it. I think my problem was that for so long I was coasting too much, on like you know, life, you know. Like in general, like I was just coasting so much that like, I, I guess like I was having a good time or, or not having a good time or whatever it was, I was just so unconcerned about life, you know? And now my birthday is coming up and I'm going to be 30 soon. And it's like, now I'm like being really super reflective of like, you know, well, what do I have now? And like, what is it, what is my future going to look like? And everything like that. And maybe that'll pass after i get over being 30 and whatever and then i'll go back to coasting in life again but at least in the meantime it's really made me very aware of like just life in general and like even like my mom before she passed like maybe like a year or so before she passed like i was dating a lot and i really got my heart hurt once and then like after i like had that ordeal she's like okay are you like gonna like really get serious and settle down now and i was like uh i don't know you know maybe you know whatever but it did make me think about like being in love and like actually like finding somebody who actually cared about me you know what i mean and like gave a damn. you know
1: hard thing to find sometimes man
0: and that like did change my mind about a whole bunch of stuff and then that caused me to like you know kind of look around and like, think about it. Like I was still, you know, doing me, but at the same time I was, I had that, at least I had that thought in the back of my head. And I think the purpose sometimes of finding your purpose is to like, be aware that you need one, but not necessarily to obsess over one, you know? Like, I think like whatever our thinking is sometimes, and this is coming from me, but like, I think 2% of what, our purpose is like the awareness of that is that we should be aware at least 2% in our minds of what our purpose should be. But like 98% focus on like living. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like some people are so hyper-focused on what their purpose is that like they try to achieve that. And then like, if they, if they achieve it, then they like have no purpose anymore. You know what I mean? And I think
1: capacity. uh Yeah.
0: I think what happens is they don't, like, actually understand why that thing was their purpose, what the journey was. You know, like, like your, your purpose isn't necessarily achievement. I don't believe anybody's a purpose is achievement, to be honest. Like, to achieve a thing. Like, I don't believe anybody's life purpose on earth is to accomplish something. Like, I don't believe that. What? I don't think because
1: I think What about Jesus? If- Jesus? Yeah, what about Jesus? What about Christian Jesus? Boy? What Well, about you Jesus? said no one's purpose was accomplishing anything, but yeah. according to the Bible, that man came down to accomplish a few things.
0: <sighs> I wonder if he thinks of it as an achievement.
1: No, 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 no. That's a separate question to ask. The question is, do you think of it as an achievement? I don't know. Um, what you mean you don't know? <laughs> I mean, I, never I, do. Thought, I do No, personally. I've never
0: thought of it in that way, like if it's an achievement or well, not. Well, because you, you, like, you made a very well, because, bold statement. Well, to me, because like Jesus is a perfect being. You know what I mean? I see.
1: Okay. So, so it's well, not that,
0: necessarily me trying to be sacrilegious. It's that, you know, he's, this is a perfect being that was always going to accomplish whatever he set out to accomplish in the first place. Okay. There's nothing... Uh, it's not that the crucifixion wasn't a hard trial for him to go through or even like his 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness was a hard trial for him to go through, but he's kind of set up to succeed anyways. You know what I mean? Like he has a human form and human body so that like he feels pain and he feels, you know, the same way that like humans feel when their bodies are. Yeah, but it's, yeah, exactly. It's like you can be harmed, but at the same time, Nothing can overcome you. And that's kind yeah. of the point. But at the same time, when we're talking about an accomplishment, I kind of think of an accomplishment as something that would have a stake attached to it,
1: you okay, know? Okay, so question, question. Because yeah. now, see, I do not consider Jesus a perfect being. Mm. A really, 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 really amazing being, but not perfect. Why? Because that now, all, well, because... So this is unfortunately going to sound sacrilegious, sacri- sacri- and I hope my father isn't listening. But I don't look—I don't <laughs> look at every Jesus-
0: episode.
1: <laughs> don't say that. That I don't—I don't look at Jesus as the actual like Son of God. I'd have to get into that deeper. But you know, and us all being children of God, we we place we place this image on Jesus that I don't think was actually there. That I just think people put there. Understandably, mind mm-hmm. you, I'm not like saying anyone's making a bad call. If you was gonna bet on someone potentially being actual God or not, you know, Jesus might be a good, be- a good bet. But like, I don't actually look at him as a perfect being. So in that sense, if he isn't a perfect being, does what he does, does what he did, all of a sudden become an accomplishment or achievement? Or if is he's it- not a perfect being? Yeah, in your head.
0: If he's not a perfect being, there's no point.
1: In terms of the religious sense. Uh I'm I, talking I'm talking strictly in terms, you, to, in terms of what you in terms of what you said, in terms of like, you know, you know, no person's purpose is to accomplish or achieve something. But if he's not a perfect being, does that all of a sudden, you know, make him now a person who whose purpose was to accomplish something, or is that still a no? Like if that wasn't his purpose now.
0: I think as far as like, you know. Hmm.
1: And you can take your time. Yeah, I think no.
0: I think that Jesus had free will. If
1: if I could say that, well, perfect perfect being or not, we would still say he had free will. Yeah, because free will does having free will doesn't necessarily have to take away from being a perfect being. If anything, it probably makes you a perfect being. You'd probably need free will to be a perfect being, in my opinion, humbly, because that's that's a which is interesting to be honest. I know that's interesting, different discussion and of itself. Because like, if you
0: can't fail, like, and you still have free will, that's very like. That's crazy. You know, that's what I was thinking. You know, that's well, kind of crazy.
1: Like it is kind of, but maybe that's supposed to be the full extent to free will. But yeah. regardless of that, because that's a separate conversation. Um, like, yeah, you know, does that mean if he's he wasn't, imperfect,
0: does that mean that, like, I mean, it does kind of make it more of an accomplishment, I guess, in my eyes. I'm just talking but from my is, eyes. Like, would
1: you say, like, because, because your statement. Mm. Your statement was, you know, I don't think anyone's put on the earth, you know, necessarily accomplish anything. Now, when we're thinking about mm. me, yourself, our generation, what what we've experienced in history, because none of us was alive during, you know, mm-hmm. prehistoric times, anything like that. But for us, for us, that kind of makes sense. It doesn't seem like anyone has any extent purpose. But no, it's like, I didn't say anybody doesn't have a
0: purpose. I believe well, everybody no, has I'm sorry. Purpose. I don't,
1: I don't mean it like that. It's just mm. that because you said... For, for us, sure, it would make sense that you're not necessarily here to accomplish anything. Yes. But, you know, I don't know if that's per se actually the case or, well, or we what I just mean. stuck in this some is what kind I of mean. loop.
0: I mean like this. When I say that I don't believe that anybody's here to accomplish anything, I believe that your purpose isn't to accomplish something. It's not that you can't accomplish something. Maybe I should say it like that. It's Probably. not that you can't accomplish something. And the Jesus example was interesting to me because uh he is set out to do a sp- a specific task on earth so it's like well is he accomplishing a thing you know so that was interesting to me to answer in that way but like for me your purpose is not an accomplishment you know what i mean so your purpose isn't to accomplish something i think the way i'm trying to say it even would apply to jesus in the way i tried i'm trying to mean it now which is that like I believe that your purpose could be to fulfill a task, but does that mean that you would necessarily accomplish something? I think your your purpose goes beyond your own existence. You know what I mean? I think you are supposed to f- fulfill a role within the piece of the puzzle, you know, but that doesn't mean necessarily that you'll be able to see the end result of what it is you are tasked to Uh, complete, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, if you look at, like, a figure like um, MLK, he doesn't ever get to see the fruits of his labor, you know? And then he, even for whatever glimpse he did see, you know, he saw that, you know, there are more problems that come along that another generation is going to have to solve because he is not going to be there for that, you know what I mean? Um, Even in the, even in, like, uh, If you take a biblical figure like Moses, he never makes it to the promised land, even though he leads the Israelites out of slavery. Or if you wanted to talk about Jesus, like, uh, Jesus can give us, offer us salvation, but does that mean that we as humans are going to take it? That's what I, that's where I was going with, with the whole accomplishment thing with him as well, is that, like, you know, you can, like, there's all these factors that at the, like, at the end of the day, like, you can never really go like 100% accomplished. Like I think video games give us like a, a false sense of accomplishment sometimes because like you do a task, you you complete it. I need those achievements, win. bro. Yeah, you get your achievement, bro. but then that's it. You're done. You know what I mean? Well, then but, I go play something else and get more achievements. But I know. But life isn't like that. <laughs> life isn't like that. Life. Is well, like,
1: well, you say that, but so interest. So it's like people you, you name. It's like it's almost as if where we're going is like yeah, life isn't about achievement mm-hmm. unless divine ordinance sets in cuz then you got something to accomplish, bro. Well, what do you when mean? you think about when you think about cuz look, think about it. So Moses, Moses wasn't really doing anything and then all of a sudden, you know, he was or he was living in Egypt and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden due to divine intervention, literal divine intervention you know, his entire life changed and he had straight up purpose and achievement to do. I mean, we could say that for a lot of figures, mythologically or not. I mean, Hercules, the Buddha.
0: To say that somebody achieved something to me means that, like, they were able to, uh, like, finish their whatever purpose they were given. And I don't think... I think your purpose outlives you. I don't think you can, like like... You got the Israelites Israelites out of Egypt, but but like they're they haven't they don't have a home yet. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't until like forty years later that these people find, you know, where their new homeland is supposed to be. And then even after that, even when they do cross over the river and like uh do all that, they they still have to fight people for new land and all this and all that. Like there's people living there. It's not even like (laughs) that. there's not people there. Like they still have to come through another struggle. And so like that's derivative of a person and what that person, uh, how that person carried the torch to that point there. But the torch must be carried throughout the ages, you know, throughout our lifetimes. And how we carry it can be our purpose, but we have to live with the knowledge sometimes. I think it's, it's good to know that, you know, you might not see the end of something that you're trying to get done, but the purpose isn't to see the end of it is what I'm trying to say. It's like your purpose isn't wrapped up in how much you can complete your task. Your purpose is wrapped up in how much, uh, you can carry your task a lot of the time. It's like, if you have, uh, something to, if you have something to, somebody to take care of or some somebody to guide or or even maybe that person is yourself, there's no way you can be 100% within that achievement. But what you can be is the person who did take care of that person at an extended period of time, or you did take care of this uh, problem. And then, or you were the one that, that started the solution to the problem. You know what I mean? But our, like, To to start thinking about your purpose and I think it's I think it becomes a little toxic when we start thinking that we can have a purpose that we can accomplish something and then like we can accomplish it in our lifetime and then that's it, we're done. Like how can you die before you die? Is would would be like the question to me, and that would be the answer. Is like that to me is death. Is like if you were able to accomplish your purpose before you died, then you were already dead. Because how could you accomplish a purpose mm-hmm. before you you are gone? If you're still here, you still have a purpose.
1: Okay, so I feel what you're saying, but mm-hmm. like, like people can still do amazing stuff, and yeah. like it's okay to rest after. Sure, you know what? So it's like, so say someone achieves something like really great. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, let's use a, something simpler because we're getting like really complicated. Yeah. Let's use like some athletes. They have realistic goals that they want to achieve, and now, now of course, they never stop. They never stop working to see if they can get better. But you know, you know, Usain Bolt, for instance, winning that first gold medal, he still achieved something. Now, that doesn't mean that had to be his only achievement. Obviously, he went on to do more and wanted to do more. Right. But he still had set us has set a clear goal, and then got it done. He didn't sure. need to keep running after that. He could have just stopped. He, that's his achievement. Who said maybe that wasn't his purpose? Yeah, but that's but like, what I mean. That.
0: Who said running is his purpose, though? Is his purpose well, in life to be running?
1: Well, so no one was saying that that was his purpose, but he might after after these achievements, he might start feeling like, "Hey, this is what I was meant to do." After all of that, maybe that is my purpose. Now if he accepts that within himself, is that like do you have you going to be like, "Yo, bro," Quit saying that's your purpose and shit, man. You're like, no, but I, I feel good. Nah, shut the fuck up. Your purpose ain't achieved yet. But I want to stop running, man.
0: No, no, no. See, that's what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what I mean. I don't believe that Usain Bolt's purpose in life is to run. But what, like, if, what if Usain be, believes his be fucking- purpose? That would be between Usain and his uh, creator, but I think if I was going to pontificate upon his life, like I would say, Usain, what would happen if you broke your toe right now?
1: I mean, well, him right now, he'll be fine <laughs> for the rest of. Well, the I life.
0: mean, like before. Well, you know? before
1: different, yeah, and still like after, like
0: you don't run anymore. So how's running your purpose?
1: I yeah, achieved my like, purpose. <laughs> that's why my toes. That's why my toes broken. I I fully achieved my purpose. To the point where I've broken a toe, can no longer run, my purpose has been achieved, I'm just going to chill and wait for death to claim me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what you're doing. You're waiting for death to claim you. It's like, I just wait for my time now.
0: Your purpose is not finite. That's what I mean. I think I Mm -hmm. should say it like that. Your purpose is not
1: finite. That is a much better way of putting that.
0: Well, I thought I should explain it first. For the you know, but you know, whatever.
1: No, definitely. Well, we got there eventually. Took yeah. you fucking forever, you goddamn floozy.
0: Whatever. But anyways No, purpose we gotta... is
1: not finite. I, I agree with that. That's a good statement. We have... purpose is not finite, ladies and gentlemen. That's a really good statement.
0: We have some things to talk about besides that
1: um all right fine bro Jeez, i know
0: we got to move on sometimes oh, we just wow. got a lot on. of time on that yeah i wanted to talk about the ukrainian uh, refugee situation and
1: you ready to talk about that because i i not gonna lie like it it kind of mostly just makes me sad i'm glad to hear that they're fighting back like all the respect to to the warriors in ukraine you know men and women you know deciding like listen i'm here Like, why wouldn't I do anything else but defend the the homeland that Mm -hmm. I, you know, love? So, you know, respect to them, honor to them. And I hope they're doing well, like to fight against an invading force as like a person who literally because we're talking like, do you understand? We're talking like Minutemen, bro, like during the revolution, like, oh, hey, I was just a farmer all right, all right, young Chad, I need you to pick up this musket and defend your country from invaders. Uh, 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 What now? Pick it up and <laughs> fire, bro. Like, have you seen the stories? These people are literally, like, students, artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just random people, like a grocery store worker. Like, all right, I'm picking up arms. They're just training people. You know what I mean? Like, that's the type of... And it takes a special type of heart to do that. You're afraid well- the entire time, and you're fighting still.
0: Yes. I don't want to, like run over anybody's like effort to like protect themselves in like a, in a literal war um there are certain things about the ukrainian situation i wanted to talk about because like one being the refugee crisis and another thing i wanted to talk about is just a lot of the language that we use when we describe war and one we talk about people and i think this all kind of comes together because for me i t- i said that i didn't want to speak about this last week because it had just happened it just happened and we don't know what is going on and why it's happening and and what's the like we had the idea of the motivations and whatever. Yeah, but we have like, the
1: history of what could have yeah, made this happen. Exactly,
0: but. but it wasn't necessarily to what extent it was going on and how far people were going to take things, and you know, and yeah. we are literally like a week out from from then now, and I'm I've been watching, you know, not just excuse me, I'm not just how this war has been going along, but also how people's reactions to the war has been going on and, and people's reactions to people's reactions, you know? And one thing that is, I don't know if it's bothering me so much. So, or it's just interesting to me, but one thing that's interesting to me about the refugee crisis is how open armed we seem to be about the Ukrainian refugee crisis and the language that surrounds the Ukrainian refugees when it wasn't that long ago when we had a refugee crisis in like Syria, or we could talk about like uh, refugees coming from like central America, you know, when they're coming up and they're trying to cross the border and you know, now they're in detention camps all of a sudden in on United States soil because we're trying to figure out, you know, who these people are. But And that's the line that's given. But it's really just to deter, deter other, like, refugees from that place from coming here. You know what I mean?
1: You want to know what the conservatives would say? What? Well, not out loud, but you know what their racist asses probably would say? What? Well, at least during Trump's era. Oh, thank God. Sounds like... Those are people coming from shithole countries. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: what they actually said, though.
1: You that's know? what they actually said.
0: Yeah, they actually said they went to whole mouths and stuff. And it
1: is fair for you to say that because we have we have only had really a positive reception
0: mm-hmm.
1: from from you know people coming from Ukraine. And it's nothing against Ukraine, of course, but it's that's, not about yeah. Ukraine at that point. It's actually about the global scheme and how we think of other places. Yeah, my problem isn't
0: necessarily that like, oh well, we treated the Syrian refugees like shit, so we did we should treat Ukrainian refugees like shit. That's oh, not no, even my no, problem. No, no. And like no, even not. even now we are having a problem with uh people of darker skin tones who live in Ukraine trying to flee Ukraine being stopped at the border of like Poland, like not being given a hard time either by the Ukrainian government or the Polish government. I don't really know because there's a lot of misinformation that's going on. Like as far as that, as far as like all situations with this whole Ukraine thing is going, Mm -hmm. uh, there's just bad information everywhere about everything. But one of the things that are happening there is that like, it's hard for black and Brown people to flee from the country or, or get out of the country even though a war is going on, you know,
1: you remember like, that, um, as it is, I hate to make light of a situation, but you remember that, that scene from family guard and it's a meme now from family guy. And it's a meme now where it it has the, the color code for how you rank. If something yes, is like, exactly that from yes. like, Oh, this is safe to like terrorist. And it goes yeah. from like pink skin, you know, down to like black bro. Right. And sadly, you know, Political joke it may be, but sadly, it's a very, very real thing. And that's kind very, of crazy. You know
0: what's crazier about that is that, like, these people are fleeing the country, right? Because two white countries are fighting each other, but the black people are trying to leave. And they're like, nah, I don't trust you. It's like, the white You're people like, are fighting. The like, white people are like, fighting. Like,
1: it's not, we, it's not, bro, doesn't make not, sense for me to be gone no. It's not me. <laughs> like, like I, I came here... And some of them came from other countries just to be there. I mean, people, we really give, especially in America, we give immigrants a hard time. But do you know what it means for a person to flee the place that they thought that they had a status quo that was safe to them Mm -hmm. to go do better elsewhere? Because, mind you, you kind of have to. You have to be working. Otherwise, you don't have a visa. You get kicked out of the country. You get in any trouble, you get kicked out of the country. If you're a student, you have to do well or you, you're not a student anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, you would think you would think they'd be like, oh, oh damn, where'd you come from? Oh shit, you're from Somalia? You came out to Ukraine and now this all right, yeah, man. Let's see, let's see if we can find you somewhere that's safe. But no, all of a sudden you become the problem. And it's like right. how? This isn't my fault. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I didn't do I've been trying to I've been trying to help the company's economy. I mean the country's economy. Cause I'm paying the same taxes. Right. Exactly. You know sometimes
0: like, more, sometimes immigrants pay more taxes than the people who actually live there.
1: Bro, like they- so it's like crazy. I, oh man, it, it really, it really is, it really is sad, man. Like once again, here, here comes that misuse of the gift of life. Wow. We want to, we want to make it hard for these people when they just trying to live like you or me, you don't know the story and you're making assumptions when you're not supposed to be making any assumptions at all. Where are you coming from? Do you have proof of that? oh, All right, cool. You don't, or are you gonna have to stay here while we figure something out? Plan like, some even like
0: part. you have journalists on TV saying that, you know, oh, this is this is like a European country, you this doesn't happen here. And it's like we had two world wars here. What do you mean this what are you, doesn't what are you happen? Here? About? Like, yeah. this is like, like we had to, like, NATO is formed just so to white people could stop fighting each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> like this is, <laughs> this is <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, I know. That's real shit though. Like, That's real fucking shit, bro. Like and like what it like kind of highlights to me is how aware like I feel like a lot of the time, like I've said this about racism, but I haven't really said this about like a global thing is that like a lot of the time it seems like people play the fool when it comes to conflicts where it's like, like they'll say even more so it seems like people play the fool when it comes to racism, like they're like, Oh, well, I didn't know this was happening. I didn't know this is going on and things like that. But like every once in a while their slip will show, you know what I mean? And I feel like this is one of those moments where it's like, you look at the situation in Ukraine and then you say, oh my God, how could this happen to like people who have like blonde hair and blue eyes and like all this like bullshit, you know, like how could this happen to another European country? And like, it's like you're underscoring the fact that you expect it not to happen in a European country. So where do you expect it to happen? And why? You know what I mean? Like the racism that's involved in it to me, it's kind of like you understand that this happens in brown countries and there's a reason for that. And mainly most of the time it's because of your countries that are causing that. And, I, and when you say it like that, when you say like this isn't supposed to happen here, it makes me think that you think it's supposed to happen somewhere else. You know what I mean? And the idea that you think it's supposed to happen somewhere else makes me think you know a little bit more about why it happens somewhere else than you're letting on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think you could be so ignorant to the fact that you don't understand why Somalia looks like the way it does or why Syria or Libya look the way they, they do. Right. and. But why Ukraine shouldn't have like a similar event happen to it, which, by the way, Ukraine isn't like the shiniest of uh, European countries at, at all. Like no shade to Ukraine, but like they, they're not France. You know what I mean? Like they <laughs> they have they are a war torn country themselves. Like they've been fighting like in like certain regions uh, for like the past like eight or so or even longer like years like it wasn't that long ago like crimea is a part of ukraine and putin took that like i guess like eight years or so ago like yeah there's that's always not, been something going this on this isn't there. something that's necessarily new to that side of the world what it is is that like the level and the scale at which we are now faced with it where we're watching, I guess. I guess what the shock is that we're watching black, uh, not black, white people like experience this instead of watching black and brown's bodies experience this to the scale at which we're watching, ex- uh, uh, experience it is shocking to me. That's not the most important part about all of this. I feel like, I feel like we should not be like, okay, well, you know. This is just because I also see that happening too. Is where people will be like, "Okay, Ukraine is also a racist country, or is a white country, or whatever, and why should we care?" And I don't believe that the reason why we should care or not care, especially in the case of like people dying, is whether or not you know they're the right color or not. I I don't believe that we should like, therefore, like. Try to give back the same energy that we get, just no, because that, that's not like, a belief. That's still, just fact. Like it's that's still just wrong. Fact. Like it's yes. still wrong. That's and not. Like,
1: there's not a belief thing there. That is just fact. You care about people. Yeah. People are dying. It shouldn't matter how they look. It should matter what they've done per se. But like, there is no. Oh, they look this way. We can't trust them. They're from here. They can't trust. We can't trust them. They need help. They're dealing with certain situations. Let's try to help them to the best of our ability. This isn't. I don't feel like that needs to be something uh, for a debate. That's just fact.
0: And then, like the 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 like, I just hate like listening to people be like, "Oh, this is a European country that shouldn't happen here." When like that's not even <laughs> like, the story. That's
1: li- Let's not, that's well, not what even the we story. Just say, people like, who don't read their history doomed to either repeat it or be idiots who are just like, "Oh, oh my god!" Yeah,
0: we are literally oh my on god. the god. We're literally like on the cusp of a world of a world war
1: the third like, one like in a, history
0: like no shit like it's like like this is like real at this technically point technically
1: the fourth if you consider the cold war being technically a global thing
0: let me but. say it like this of like the third european war because like there are african wars that happen and that have happened that people don't talk about i i just saw a video where somebody was describing that there was a there was a world war type situation where like millions of people died in africa and like countries were fighting there and then like that had to be resolved in whatever way it was resolved but like we don't hear about it because we live in a eurocentric type country where like we're more concerned about what happens in europe than we are in like other places in the world you know um so that's so that's just the story but that
1: is saddening but, the, disgusting. but i'm
0: saying that like even our lack of focus to the fact that we'll be like oh these are the wars that matter and these aren't the wars that matter you know says some says a lot more about us than it says about anybody else like what? uh this is battalion in ukraine like it's a ukrainian battalion it's called azov battalion right they're like uh they're like a white nationalist battalion that like They've been there since like 2012 or whatever, and they may or may not have been backed by the U.S. government. I don't know. But like on one hand, you have like – and this is – I'm really coming for everybody today about this topic because I'm really like a little bit through with it. Because like
1: I hear you, <laughs> well, I'm hearing. Damn, this was not the way I was expecting this talk to go. But. I'm sorry,
0: but yeah, I know we didn't really talk much in pre-show because like you know we had a whole bunch of other stuff going on. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah,
1: all, good. all this,
0: good. just let me get this off my chest a little bit. I don't mind you like interjecting and commenting. Yeah, though.
1: yeah, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: But go ahead. like, um, no, like on one hand, yes, conservatives and like maybe just white people in general are like, Oh my God, this is a white country. This shouldn't happen here. But on on the other hand, even when I look at like people who have like socialistic leanings and like say they're supposed to be more like, you know, towards that end, like the only thing they want to talk about is this battalion in Ukraine that is full of Nazis or whatever, which is, it's not the whole of uh, Ukrainian military that, uh, has Nazis or whatever, just like any other like white country that has Nazis or like even the fucking United States of America where literal Nazis run in our police forces every day and literally sometimes wear their Nazi like uh paraphernalia type tattoos openly on the fucking street. Which is but crazy. but to me that's not necessarily the point of you know why we should prevent a world war but to these people sometimes it seems like uh we play this what aboutism where it's like you know well putin invaded because you know there's nazis in ukraine and that just sounds so fucking stupid to me because it's not like uh putin like gives a damn about human rights you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah like yeah, he yeah. this is the same regime that we're talking about that literally murders gay people yeah like just like because they're gay and they're not out. even, no you, know know what I mean? you
1: know, nothing,
0: yeah. Like the same regime that, like, literally kills off his political opponents just because they're breathing. minorities.
1: Keep in mind, other ethnic minorities within and the country other, itself. That was the
0: next one I was getting to, yeah. Like Putin's regime also kills off other ethnic minorities, and like, let's excuse me, I'm tongue tied because I'm angry. Leftists online are literally like, oh, well, this is like an illegitimate war and like NATO shouldn't exist and all this bullshit because uh, there's Nazis in like a military regiment in Ukraine. And to me, it's not that I'm for Nazis or that I'm for Ukraine. That's not what this is about, It's that I don't know where somebody, where, where some of you guys are taking it. Like what is your what is your stance? Like you can't just say that, you know, like what is your stance that like we shouldn't do anything that uh because I've also heard of the thing where it's like, you know, uh and I know I'm going through a lot here, and I'm sorry guys, like I'm just going through a, like a lot of my thoughts about this situation. Logan, get some shit off his chest. <laughs> Tune in for the next
1: episode.
0: My point really is what is it that people actually want out of this situation? Because what I would like to see out of this situation is either an end to the conflict or at least some acknowledgement that this conflict has nothing to do with you. You know what I mean? And I feel like a lot of people are trying to make this about themselves more than, you know, that this is actually like a horrible thing that's happening. And that, you know, if it, if we don't stop it, if we don't stop it from happening any further than what's going on, like it's just going to get worse. You know what I mean? Like I think any effort to like curb, like Russian aggression in this sense is like, is like due for like whatever scrutiny there is. But at the same time, I'm not to the point where I'm like going to say, oh, there should be no pushback for what Vladimir Putin is doing. That just seems stupid and crazy. Like, you can say that, like, NATO, like, and people are saying that, like, NATO provoked uh, Putin into this war because, you know, they're ever advancing. They're always taking on new countries. And it's like, I understand that. But at the same time, they didn't invade another country to do that. You know, they're not murdering people indiscriminately by like bombing their neighborhoods. You know, this isn't something that's that's like that's not how NATO takes over a country. They offer them a lot of money and say, hey, do you mind if we put a couple of nukes in your backyard? So in case like, you know, we have to blow up Russia one day. That's not nice. It's not <laughs> fucking right but it's not a full-on invasion invasion of a country that kills like thousands of civilians and causes the displacement of millions of people you know what i mean yeah so we can't look at that and just be like oh well what about nato and all this and that when like people are fucking dying so i just want to know where everybody is really coming from where are you coming from in your heart about this situation because a lot of this sounds like pointing the finger at people and saying, Oh, these are people who just want war for their own gangs and stuff. But I feel like a lot of people are trying to like dunk and score like political points, even on the other side, just to be, just to score fucking points on the internet for what? Like to sow different disinformation for what? Like some, like there's like obvious, like blatant misinformation from both sides of this war. Like, I think defensively from Ukraine because, like, the Russians are really good at, like, talking online and, like, pretending to be other people online. You know what I mean?
1: I, but I, like, didn't actually, I didn't actually well know they, are. they are they
0: did, now oh, you know like well, Russian okay. disinformation and like Russian like bots and stuff they have like a whole like army of bots that says whatever they need to say to get whatever they need trending on Twitter which would be great if they could send some towards the milk and toast so they we could like have a couple of hundred bots to like promote the show that no, we will
1: not we will not side with this
0: evil we will not we're not gonna get free bots I'll take a free book. You See, know, it sounds
1: like I robot already. <laughs> I can't deal. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch is such a grandpa; he
0: does not know what we're talking about.
1: Oh. I do, I do. Okay, <laughs> I just don't want to deal with it. All right.
0: Anyways, um, I know I'm getting ranty, guys, and I'm sorry, but like, my point again is just like, it seems like everybody's just trying to grab a piece of the pie, and I think there are really well-meaning people like on the ground, like us individual real life people that are like, you know, we see things and we share them and we have an actual concern about them. And for the last couple of days and like, even through last week, I, I trying to like post little things through milk and toast that like, Hey, at least look out for misinformation. Hey, at least like think more critically about where you're getting your information from and what that means, you know, that information because I think it's important for us to live in a in like reality and like for us to know why things are happening. You know what I mean? Like I don't think we should cheer for Ukraine because they because Azov battalion is a thing. But I also don't think we should uh not cheer for like the pushback of like the Russians like escalating into like a third world world war like you can say what you want about nato but like if somebody is invading a country because they think that it should actually be a part of their country and like putin did threaten both finland and sweden as well you know so this is like we're in real world war three type territory like this is not sweden finland and and sweden
1: finland and Sweden yeah Isn't, i mean aren't both of those usually neutral countries like weren't those neutral countries during Order one and two sweden i know yeah. definitely was right how do people be threatened in those countries how you threaten those countries bro i don't Why know, those? I don't know. I don't
0: but know, like man. russia has a lot of history with uh finland like they have a lot of history with finland where it's like you know uh even like whether or not Finland would be a part of Russia that's that's a long standing thing you know and like Putin really believes that like the old Soviet Union is something to be achieved again you know what i mean and like even if i was to look at it from Putin's perspective and not be like let take Putin's word for it like I think a lot of people are running with this Nazi thing in Ukraine and being like, yeah, Putin just wants to save Ukraine from the Nazis. I'm like, shut the fuck up, you know, because he (laughs) does not give a damn. But like if I think if I was to like put myself in his shoes for a moment, I think that if he took over Ukraine and then he took over Finland and Sweden and he was able to take back other countries like Estonia and other countries that used to be a part of the Soviet union. And then like he was able to complete the Soviet union, like back to its like former glory by like taking all those countries back. He would be a fucking hero like over there. Like, I think that like, It's insane. But I think in his mind, he would be a hero. He'd be a Russian hero that he was able to take these countries back from the West.
1: the Soviet Union? Yeah. You think Russia, from what I've been hearing, Russia's not even down with the war front in the first place. Well, the civilians, I mean, not like the government or whatever. Yes, but but
0: like who, like, as far as power goes, they don't matter. And Putin, like, Putin is so scary over there that, like, his... What would, would be like? I guess the equivalent to his CIA director, like you mean his was,
1: KGB director.
0: Yes, well, the they don't have the KGB anymore. They call oh, of it something course, else. they
1: don't have the KGB.
0: But no KGB. If you're actually pretty good at that accent. With the um, KGB,
1: is out
0: there. <laughs> that's all you can say, though. Is KGB. <laughs> <The> KGB. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but like, uh, he was talking back and forth to that guy, and that guy was like, you know, uh, you know if we were to, like, accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. And he was, and, like, Putin got hung up on the word, like, if. Like, you know, like, what do you mean? Like, you don't think we can do this shit? And then, like, they had, like, they didn't have an argument because you don't have arguments with Vladimir Putin. But, like, his, the guy is, like, he's literally the head of, like, Fucking spy agencies in Russia where they carry out their own assassinations and they kill and poison people at Putin's behest. Like, they have the materials to, like, kill people. And he's sitting there in front of Vladimir Putin and he's, like, literally shaking on TV. Yeah, bro. All right. So it's like, like, Putin knows that he's, like, he has, like, all this power and, like, whatever, What's really gonna do them in is like all the sanctions and stuff because like you know like that's bro, the money. Bro, it's like
1: every time I turn on the fucking TV, it's a new, so sanction. It's like a new sanction, bro. <laughs> U.S. is sanctioning, yeah. So now Sweden is sanctioning, and Great Britain just decided to sanction, and I'm like. Oh, okay. Not like he cares, I don't think. I mean Russia's vast, bro. It's not that How much of a sanction really gonna do to that. He might not care
0: personally. It's more about the oligarchs around him because yeah, like, being they affect, like, yo, yeah. Like yeah, what you like, doing?
1: You fucking up my money, Putin. You
0: fucking up my money, man. So yeah, like Putin. what's what's, yes. what's this what's this you know, what's this war about, you know? And Putin thought this would have been over like last week, you know. But it's taken a little bit longer.
1: That's because Ukraine was like, then he, nah. Then he thought it was going to take. Ukraine was like, I am tired of you bullying us. You want it so bad? All right. Cool. Pull up, nigga. <laughs> where your guns at? <laughs> where your hood at? Where your click at? Yeah, but in like Ukrainian, which I don't speak, but you know, where your click at? All right. Rep your set, motherfucker. Okay. Let's take it to the yard. You ain't about shit, nigga. Anyway, I digress because I don't and speak I did, Ukrainian.
0: No, yeah. And I do feel bad for uh, Ukraine. I do feel How bad for not? the people who, like, are, all, who are To be honest, that entire you know, like
1: region, because all the country that used to be part of the Soviet Union, kind of, for the most part, I don't know exactly, but always seem to have some kind of issue with Russia. And this, that, I mean, there's a lot of turmoil surrounding their creation, you know, their sustenance and all. It seems, at least it seems to me all the time. Mm-hmm. At least in Eastern Europe. I mean, Albania, because, you know, you know, my cousin's girl is Albanian and she tells me about coming from like, you know, dealing with wars and the history of that I'm just like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's not an easy life. And even in Russia itself, like once again, talking about the Russian people, the civilians who don't even want this war to be happening. It's like it's never been really easy for anybody in those regions. Right. I remember in, in a history class, there was an old saying. And it was like just a quote for some woman or something, and it was like, it was like, um, you know, why, why would I be surprised by all this like turmoil and all this issue when you know Russia's always been like this? Mm. And it just made me really sad because I was like, yo, that's really depressing. You know, but that's not too to far something. off
0: how like most people feel about their own respective countries, though. So, you know,
1: uh, I don't. So, so here's the thing. Funny enough, is like. You know, Russian. that Russian woman may feel like that, but I don't really feel like that in America. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because, like, I have this hope and there mm-hmm. there is like a, a difference in terms of like the, um, you know, the literature we have around, I guess to mm-hmm. say. But it's like, I don't be feeling that bad, bro. Right. Like, I don't be feeling like, oh, it's been tar-. Well, it could also be because just the black people's spirit is so strong and, you know, the sense of community. So there is that. But I don't be feeling like that, bro. Cause at it, least one thing—it's one thing to say like, "Oh, the white people are gonna be evil to me." Well, at least the evil white people, because there are good white people who I'm cool with, you know, obviously. But it's another thing to say like, "Oh, I don't think my country cares about me a single bit at all, or even some of the people around, because they're just so used to the turmoil." Mm. You know what I mean? That hits for mm-hmm. me. That hit different, bro. Just for me, but that's me personally. Because there's probably plenty of Americans who are just like <laughs> same first time. But it's yeah, like yeah. me. I don't. I don't actually be feeling that way. So it actually made me really sad. Well, and you when feel I like, like the, at,
0: our country cares about you.
1: Uh, more than Russians. <laughs> I know. And isn't that the saddest I thing? Think,
0: well,
1: <laughs> ain't that the saddest thing, bro? Like, I think
0: our country leaves us alone more than the Russians.
1: That's fair. Well, that's because well, that's because the way the way our government's built up and the mm-hmm. way the power structures kind yeah. of form. But one, but exactly, like I don't be feeling like that, bro. I don't feel like yeah. that old woman. Shit. No,
0: that's, that's, that's,
1: I guess I don't. I guess I can't really explain it further than that. But you, you, you get what I'm saying. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what the fuck, bro? Like help these people.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't like the situation. I don't think we should have. I don't even know what that means to say that I don't think we should have war in the middle of a war. Like I feel like that point, like what you want at that point is kinda of moot is like anybody. Yeah, it's not like I, totally that cares? you can't be anti anti war, you know what I mean? But it's just like while it's happening, it's like if you're not gonna get Putin to stop shooting, then what the fuck, you know? Like we have to like I don't know. I don't even know. But I just don't think like the the Thing that would be is like you know, well, you should stop sanctioning people because it's like that. You you sound like the you sound like the ops. Like you just sound like (laughs) you just sound like like somebody who don't give a fuck fuck about like what's actually
1: happening. You, I'm gonna say, get your Interpol ass up out of here. Yeah, make some goddamn sense.
0: If anything, yeah, you sound like a sting. Like, what is this? Am I if I agree with this? Am
1: I safe? Like, you know what I mean?
0: But anyways, but.
1: But uh, not to make light of what is happening to Ukraine and, once again, to the Ukrainian people.
0: No, I don't think I was making light, but, like, yeah,
1: No, I know. I know. Mm -hmm. I don't mean you. Just, like, in terms of everything we spoke about because we, like, took away. Because the the point is, Ukraine, we still hope that, you know, you and the people end up okay for the most part. It sucks to be invaded by a foreign power that thinks it owns you. Like, victory to you, I hope. Honestly, that's all I really have to say about that. The politics around it is, like, immense when you actually think about it. Because that's what you did for me today. It's like, oh, right. Because mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm over here just like, I just feel bad for Ukraine. Think I'm like, fuck. But the politics did, surrounding like, it is immense. Yeah, I
0: think if I did overload anybody, I think my point in, like, giving you all the information is, like, to give you context of the situation. But also to say that, you know, this is a big complicated situation that can't just be boiled down to the fact of oh I stand for this side or I stand for that side you know there's much greater existential forces at play that if something doesn't happen at least one way or the other it affects us all and it still kind of affects us all now we should have the the, the uh, mentality that this does affect us you know what I mean I do believe that this is something that affects us and i i don't think i would be glued to my phone and trying to figure out you know what's happening next like every like minute trying to figure out you know what is going on now if i didn't think this actually did affect me or like the people i that's around me and the people i love you know what i mean like you know like america is horrible like if there is a draft first people are going is the black people like, that's what they, they did in Vietnam.
1: Yeah, huh? I know. If they can There's... get us this time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, all right. Be like, oh, fuck. Be We're like, going oh, on our way to prison singing Negro spirituals. They'd be like, oh... I'm not going to jail.
0: I'm just going to say my knee is bad. You go to jail, oh, Mitch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, obviously, we know who's down or fully ride. We know who's down to fake this shit, like in that episode of Boondocks, when fucking granddad wasn't, he was in the fucking, he's like, oh, y'all didn't go back and get y'all raincoat? <laughs> yes. You obviously a granddad-ass nigga, so all right, you go ahead. Go ahead yes. and say you got a bad I knee, okay?
0: A, I am a Robert Freeman, yes. <laughs> I am not... Going to jail. <laughs> go you Nobody. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yo, bro. Straight he up. Said, I mean, yeah. He said.
0: He said. Y'all knew there was gonna be hoses. Why did not you
1: get your rain, raincoat? Bro. <laughs> the, yo, the fact that they didn't whoop his ass right there, bro. <laughs> they did beat his ass right there. <laughs> <laughs> yo, oh, bro. No. But point point made. But yeah, obviously, like, something like, down yeah. the ride. Like
0: you. this no some just way. Chill he, on the side. Like, What you should be for is like fucking peace or not peace, and like how do we achieve that, or and how do we avoid like being in a world war where like billions of people have to die for that? You know what I mean? That's what you should be on the side of. Like I am on the side of you know, no more Ukrainians having to lose their lives over this bullshit. I'm over this. I'm still on the side of like you know. Even Russian kids that like had to be like conscripted into this war that had nothing to do with this but had to be forced to fight anyways, not right. having to lose any more of their lives as well, you right. know what I mean, and that might like sound that might not be what somebody who's from Ukraine or who is Ukrainian wants to hear right now. And I understand that. And you can call me a son of a bitch no, for No, I mean, Ukraine you know doesn't I mean? seem
1: to be like that either. They literally, the other day I saw a story, you know, dude's a Russian dude surrendered. They're feeding and housing the motherfucker. For real, for real. You know what I mean? I imagine they feel the same way because if those children aren't being conscripted, they're dealing with less soldiers. Real yeah. shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just basic math at that point.
0: So it's like, you know, I understand the situation, but I also want other people to understand the situation in a way that doesn't just boil it down to like, oh, yeah, it's them or us or this and that. And And it's it's like 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 people, you guys are so hungry to pick a side sometimes that you don't even know what side you're fucking on. Like it doesn't even like it doesn't even make sense to me sometimes the sides you guys choose because it's like, okay, what is the end goal of it? like where do you go with it from there you know where do you go with the fact that you don't think nato should exist anymore where do you go with the fact that you think that you know the russians should be able to do whatever they want or that or where do you go with the fact that you don't want to acknowledge that you know that nazis are a real thing in U- ukraine and that is a thing that's happening over there you know what i mean like you can't just blind yourself to the to the information that is inconvenient for you you know what i mean It doesn't, yeah, it's fine. Uh, No, I'll scrub that out. Don't worry, but like, you can't just like, you can't just like blind yourself to the fucking like information that you don't want to hear anymore just because it makes you uncomfortable. I'm sorry that the world is so complicated, you know what I mean? It doesn't work that way. I don't get to pick and choose, I don't get to be like, like, Russia can be wrong. And Ukraine can have Nazis at the same time. Like that is something that could actually happen. And that whatever boils out of that could be just the consequences that we all have to deal with.
1: And that, you know what I mean? That we should deal with together. Because it's, I I know everyone likes to, everyone likes to live in black and white. And Mm. some, some things are like that. Very rarely these days, but some things are like that. But in this life now... Y'all got to understand the fucking nuance, man. Right, like things are not mutually exclusive. I could, I could be like, "Yo, I support the war effort for Ukraine to remain independent," while being like, "Yo, Ukraine, you need to do something about those Nazis." Same yeah. damn time. Yes. Same damn time. I could support not conscripting child soldiers in Russia because I like to see the Russian people prosper. Well, I don't know how young while being the, like, the sh- "Yo, the soldiers
0: are." I don't want to say that, but I don't know how young. Okay. Okay. Like, well, I hope. Like, not. Yeah.
1: But while being like Russia what the fuck are you doing government government of russia what are you doing i didn't mean like at the same get, time I mean,
0: figuratively you know like young people yeah like, like you know yeah. draft i know yeah. i get it yeah yeah
1: sorry i didn't mean it sound sound like but it's like people really like to think certain things are like mutually exclusive it's like i can't say this right now because they're dealing with that and it's mm. like actually you need to make sure you can still say this right now because they're dealing with that otherwise yes. you may find yourself not saying it at all
0: exactly Yes, exactly that. That due is to the fact that, that you're
1: like You just said No, like, that's it. I know. Yes. I know. I completely agree with you. That's entirely it. And it's like if if I'm feeling like, "Oh, cuz and then a country could be like, "Well, you didn't say anything then." And it's like cuz you was, "Oh, okay, you want to be like that? You want to be like right. that?" And it's exactly for that reason. Right. Cuz at, at, at any point where you acknowledge that something you thought was wrong was okay, you've mm-hmm. automatically given that side the right to be like, "Well, you didn't think it was a problem then." Mm-hmm. and now while the point is still that okay well i can say it's a problem now it's like well you didn't think it was a problem at some point so now there's a there is a question on is it really a problem And it's like yes it's supposed to be but it has to always be a problem otherwise maybe it's not a problem to some right it's weird how that works right yeah like, it's it's really how it works in humans head sometimes and it's like nah man what's wrong is wrong what's right is right but mm-hmm. you know lines is really blurred right now man it's uh
0: and I get it's a that. crazy time. It's to be a alive, weird man. time, and it's this is we're like I feel like we're at the peak of the information age, where it's like we have to really go back to like '96, where we're like teaching kindergartners what not to believe on the on the internet, which is yeah. funny because I was that kindergartner that had yeah. to be taught like not to believe everything on the internet, and then I just grew up to watch you know every adult that told me not to do that. Just do that, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I know, right? It is some shit, bro. Yeah, it's kind of weird (laughs) and crazy, you know. Yeah, but but sometimes you
0: know, not every, not all the information is for, for you, you know. It's even if you're the one that's you know giving it out, you know. Yeah. So yeah. Um. All right. Uh. Yeah. We. I guess we can get out of here. This is a short show. Um. But this wasn't short to me. This seemed just as long. Nah. You seen what time it is? Yeah. I know what time it is. It's short. You
1: remember Um, what time we started?
0: Yeah I know what time We started too Okay short to you Yeah
1: yeah,
0: It's it's kind of short Short to you (laughs) No when I edit it You'll see how short it is
1: Okay Um, okay, We'll see We'll
0: see Yeah we only talked about Like two things today
1: We talked about them For a long time
0: I mean we talked about Two things But we talked about A lot of things And in between that We talked about A lot of fucking things
1: Yeah (laughs) So um, that's why I'm like, really? But I'm if careful. you
0: wanted more out of this show today, uh, you should come on the show and make the show yourself. Um, anyways, Mitch, uh, do you have anything you want to that? say to the people before we get out of here?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, spiritual resentment is toxic. Whatever Ooh. that means to you. yes. But spiritual resentment is toxic and not good for you. Um, to Ukraine... I don't know any sayings in Ukrainian. I don't want to make anything up. But, um, you know, best of luck to you guys during the war effort. I don't want Russia to invade and take Ukraine. I think what they're doing is wrong. Um, You have issues to obviously work through, as all the rest of everywhere else does. But in this particular instance, I hope you're able to overcome Russia and you're not dealing with any more turmoil. And uh, otherwise, have a good week. Happy spring break.
0: I want to say that... um I love you guys. I love all of you.
1: Oh, damn. How you going to do that after me? Just be all like, oh, I love y'all. Oh, like I don't love them. Oh, that's cool. That's right. Fuck you, bro.
0: That's right. You don't love them. I love you. Um, <laughs> no, so I wanted bad. to say that, you know, and I wanted to say that because I do care about the people who listen to the show. And that's why I try to keep my opinions at least as valuable as it can be for the people who listen to the show, and why I try to push the show in a direction that um, we're not misleading you. And if we do say something wrong, uh, please tell us so we can correct ourselves. Because I'm open to that type of criticism as well. You know what I mean? And I say that to say, you know, this, which is that there is a lot of misinformation and disinformation that's going on on the internet when it comes to not just the situation, but like so many types of situations that apply to our lives, that matter to our lives, matter to the lives of real people and people around us that we know or we might not know. And I think it's important that if you have a platform, that you take that platform seriously and that you're responsible with that platform. And I say that as knowing that, you know, this is the type of show where we joke around and we say all types of weird shit sometimes, but like when it comes to like important shit like this, I'm glad we do have a show where like we can have like serious conversations, but also that, you know, I want it to be known that this is like, anytime we have like a, a topic And Mitch will tell you, and if like Mitch or Claire or anybody else brings me a topic and I think it has like even a little hint of a conspiracy, I'll be like, what's that about? You know what I mean? Although the other
1: day you wanted to talk about a conspiracy, which was crazy.
0: I did, but that, you know, that's different. I like, I don't mind conspiracies. It's
1: different, yo.
0: No, I don't (laughs) mind conspiracies when they're like, you know, did we land on the moon or some bullshit like that? Like, who does that affect? You know what I mean? Like, who's dying? After we say that Neil Armstrong didn't land on the moon, he like landed in New Mexico. You know, Neil
1: DeGrasse Tyson, which you just so happen to not give a fuck about. Fuck him. Mm. Um, yeah, 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 I thought so.
0: No, I don't, you yeah, know, yeah, fuck him.
1: Um, <laughs> I like Neil DeGrasse Tyson. Uh,
0: no, I don't like Neil DeGrasse Tyson. He should like calm down. Anyways, you keep um, living your life, Neil. It's so weird having a beef with Neil DeGrasse Tyson when he you don't doesn't have no know- beef.
1: I know. That's what I was getting at. That he doesn't even know. So, that got, so I have straight, beef with him. Yeah. <laughs> he's gonna pull up to one physics event. and He's gonna be there. Just be like, "Yo, I'm sick like, of your shit, man." Be like, and "I'm it's be like, sick of your shit." Like, "Where's in the your bat- lab even at?" "Where's your lab?" <laughs> I'm, just, I'm literally just gonna leave. I'm gonna just he's gonna, leave. He's gonna, gonna, gonna take like, Sarah, who's gonna probably be with us, and just walk he's out.
0: He's gonna embarrass me bad. too. I'll be like, "Where's your lab?" And he's gonna be like, "Berkeley."
1: I'm be like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm be like, "Oh." Sorry. <laughs> Yo, my fault. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> Let me go take a podcast episode down now. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't sue us. Please don't sue us.
0: Um, now it was funny. One time I did search for the show and then Mike Nodgrass the came up <laughs>
1: with the show. Huh? Maybe he's yeah, been watching search- and listening this entire time and is just <laughs> waiting. It's just waiting to compile. Just compiling. He's waiting
0: for us to become a big enough problem for him to have to deal with, and then like, like, all right, then like put us in our place. Um, But no, uh, yes, just be careful out there, guys. There's there's all types of bullshit out there, and so like, do your best. I know nobody's perfect. I know. Everybody's just trying their best when it comes to reading and, you know, just trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. I'm just saying that this is going to be a place where we're going to try to make that a little bit easier for people. You know, that it's not – we we don't – I don't think we have an agenda. I My agenda is not – To support like any type of political entity over another, unless it actually benefits people in the long term. That's my that's my M.O. since day one. Like, I'm not going to support something that I don't truly think is going to be for the betterment of other people. Like some people are just trying to sell you soap. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: And so that's. That's just not what this place is about. Even if we started selling ads, this still isn't what that's, this place is about. It doesn't make sense for me to, like, actually harm you and ask for your views and your listens and whatever. Like, how dare fucking I? You know what I mean? And sure. And so we just need to be critical. And I'm going to keep sharing things that, you know— our resources and tools in this age that we're in where it can be very, very fucking difficult to tell what's real and what's fake, you know, out there. You know what I mean? Um, I was a little ranty today, so please forgive me. I can't make them all bangers. Um, <laughs> listen. <laughs> what was I was going to say? Oh, yes. Um, coming up in the next couple of weeks. And there will be great promo for it, so you can watch out. For all of two videos I'll share Probably during the week <laughs> But the, we are going to do Something I call Milk and Toast Live Which is uh, Me and Mitch are going to uh, We'll pick a day But like me and Mitch are going to Basically play a video Or play an episode And we'll have like a Great listening party Over uh Whatever times period it takes, and it's then just we'll, gonna be
1: us bullshitting over how stupid we probably think we yeah, sound to each other. Basically, Literally. and like that's, that's you know, that's the best way be to
0: like uh, listen to the podcast is with friends. And Mitch is my friend, so I'll, stop, stop I'm really you gonna, gonna part have of company.
1: Nick. What I like
0: you being my friend.
1: Oh God, got so to have
0: friends. Anyways, um, <laughs> let's get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Uh, <laughs>
1: right. Say bye to the people, Mitch. Goodbye. A just defeated a normal man. one. I love that. Just goodbye. Shut up, Logan. No one cares about you. Know, you know,
0: you're this is the second time you've done like a normal one too?
1: I mean, I can't do all. Oh, I, like, I guess I'm not that interesting. Okay? So like could you, could you just like not?
0: Yeah. Cry, nigga.
1: <laughs> not in front of you. So they ain't gonna fall till I'm off camera, bitch. I'm just
0: gonna come to your house and watch.
1: That's strange. You need Jesus. (laughs) Every day. Um, Let me get out of here.
0: This has been episode 41 of the Milk and Toast podcast. I've been your host, Logan. And we're out. Bye. (laughs)